Good evening. This is your sister Omega, and it is October 31st, 2020. And um, I'm just sitting here, just in my quiet time. And as I was sitting in my quiet time, I thought about others that may be sitting in their quiet time and just thought about like, what do you fill that quiet time with? You know, we hear about meditation a lot and just really gathering yourself and aligning yourself and balancing yourself and becoming mentally fit. Um, those are some buzzwords we're hearing, you know, prayer, um, so, but in this particular moment, I'm just in my quiet time and I'm thinking like, what can I focus on? What can I, what could my mantra be? Or what can my affirmation be? Or what, you know, what is it that um, in this still moment can I ponder on that will make me better and um, be better for others? And, and I just heard unconditional love. Unconditional love, it, it, it's not just for your intimate partner. It's in every facet of your life. Just that unconditional love. I was thinking about um, a job that I was on. And it was a very high stress job. Very high stress job. And anybody that knows me, they, they know my heart. They know that my heart is of gold, pretty much. I mean, I'm, I'm bubbly. I want everybody to be, you know, motivated and really love what they do, how they do it, um, whatever that capacity is. I'm all for it. Like, I know me and I like to, you know, everybody can't be like me and I can't be like everybody. But if you can be like yourself, if you can be your best version of yourself and show up, like, we can work with that. And so that's the type of energy I put out. Well, you know, I I worked with some some real characters, you know. Um, it was very challenging because, you know, I went in like diving into this this position. I dived into it instead of like sat back and observed and prepared myself for the hostile environment that I was about to go into. Um, yeah, so it was a it was a hostile environment. It didn't start out right away like that, but there were little subtle cues that people would drop out. Like I'll give you a couple examples. You know, one said, "Oh yeah, I heard you. You gave a really good uh, interview. You did really well in your interview." As if I was supposed to do that. Like like, like the person was so surprised I did so well, or whoever interviewed. You know, whoever the panel was that it was just such a shock when they met me. It was like, oh, you were the one? And then in the same week, I'm pretty sure, maybe a couple weeks, the same person said, well, you know, there's a minority quota that the this type of job has to have. And so you probably filled that quota <laughs> or something or something. And I was like, wow, so now I'm not qualified for the job, right? You know, or is that what you're telling me? Cause okay. Um, I remember another one of the coworkers coming in saying, Who do you think you are? Miss Walmart? You just prance around here and you just humming and just 
you just miss customer service, huh? Because I, I worked at Walmart previously. And, uh, I mean, it just made her so mad that we're working with the public. I have a customer service spirit. And, you know, I was just like, what? And, I mean, left and right, I was getting into it, people. I remember getting into it with another coworker, And I'm like, like, she brought it on all herself, you know, just just being snotty and oh my gosh and I remember getting pulled into the office and I was getting reprimanded supposedly because you know all the emotional stress was definitely it was showing but um I remember that the um superior said well it's just you know funny how there's every time there's a problem you're the one that's involved and so who do you think the problem is and I was just I was like flabbergasted when when she said that and you know I didn't have time to list everything I mean at that moment but even when I try to be calm and speak my peace I remember another superior just revved up on me and just acted as if I was really being hostile and they were the ones being hostile and so anyway the moral of this story towards the end um what got me through was to recite this scripture about unconditional love because I knew that I couldn't fight fire with fire with these people or it would have been just like the previous job how I feel like I pretty much got got out of there you know it was just like they're not trying to work with me. They're not trying to bring a hundred and me bring a hundred and us meet at the middle and, and, and have a common goal. Like this is war. And so the type of warfare that I had trained myself up to this point was spiritual warfare. Okay. It's the kind that you know, you may not necessarily see. It's that warfare that's deep down on the inside that you have to be prepared for battle. You know, that armor of God. Well, anywho, this scripture, I just kept reciting it over and over and over. The part that I, I'm going to read this whole scripture to you, but the part that you really need to get down is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, excuse me, verse 4 through 8. And I like the New Living Translation version. I, I like the way it's put. So again, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. If you need some warfare, and you don't want to do things the same way. And you want to come up out of there smelling like roses. If you want to take the high road, it can happen. It's possible. Let me tell you, I have been on this job for two years. And it was just getting to the point where my blood was bubbling. I mean, I just, I didn't feel peace until I got up out the driveway, you know. And uh, this is a, it was a prison. So, of course, you know, I'm walking across the yard. It's 400 eyeballs, you know, looking at me, you know, as of males, you know, of all ages. And some of them, they didn't got, they didn't get caught for what they were supposed to get caught for. But they're on this minimum yard, minimum, medium. And, you know, um, they are watching me. My coworkers is, you know, watching me as if I was like, <laughs> it was just a hostile scene, guys. It was just, I mean, the inmates were more kinder to me than my own co-workers put it like that just plain and simple okay um 
and I was able to be myself. I didn't have to act like a bitch. I mean, there was times where I did act like a bitch. I ain't gonna lie because, you know, they told me like, you gotta come out acting like a bitch or sometimes I was upset and I would, you know, I'm going through things. So, I, so there was a couple times I did and, and I apologized. When I acted like a bitch, I didn't have a problem with apologizing, okay? That's another thing. Know when, to, when you're wrong, know how to apologize. And when you're not wrong and you're really right, learn how to find something in that um, that that tragedy, that tragedy or that obstacle, learn how to find something that you can learn from the situation and you can take and share with somebody else. So, anywho, I uh, memorized this scripture. Okay, the, these verses, I memorized them, and every time I had a problem, I would just say, "Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not this." I'm gonna read it to you, but I would just read it out what love was. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not boastful, proud, rude. It's not envious. It does not keep a record of wrong. Um, it always hopes for the best and you know, long suffering. And I just kept trying to, you know. So I would say these things as I was walking across that yard, as I would go up them stairs and it's cement walls and ain't no windows. And you know, every time I try to do something right, you know, somebody's coming behind me and you know, I was like trying and uh I applied for a job, the job that I'm doing now, I applied for that job one week. The next week I had the interview. The next week I learned that I had the job, but I had found out it was the job that I, like maybe this wasn't the right fit for me, you know, from a lot of people. And, you know, I was gonna try to cancel the job and stay where I was at. And thank God the email didn't go through, you know, and, but anyway, the director called me and, and, and offered me the, the position, the better position for me. And I was like, thank you God. Like, and I was in there. So within three weeks, well, four weeks, because, you know, I had to put my two weeks in. Always leave a job on good terms, guys, okay? I know this is pretty long here, but anyway, so, you know, don't don't leave on bad terms, okay? So, I, I was able to put in my two weeks, and I got into the job, and I freaking love the job. Now, it ain't easy, but I flipping love the job. I love my coworkers. I love my supervisor, my director. I love what I'm learning. I was able to find my niche you know i'm going into counseling and so this job now um but anyway so tragedy obstacles into success a beautiful story okay i always have stories for you but anyway this is the scripture first corinthians chapter 13 it's tied and it's from the new living translation love is the greatest if i could speak all the language of earth and of angels but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I would boast, I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. This right here, this is the one right here, y'all. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It all it's, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. 
Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely just as God now knows me completely. Three things that will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Amen. So that's 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from the New Living Translation. Let me tell you, if you like it from the, the King James Version, or if you like it from the NIV, or if you like it from the Easy to Read, do what you need to do but get unconditional love down in your spirit so that when you pop off at somebody or you act you get out of the character that the peaceable character that you're supposed to be in no matter what they do you gotta control you and love is unconditional you hear me love is unconditional yeah sure i could have probably figured out a way to say hey you're racist you're treating me this way but you're not treating her like that sure i could have you know filed some type of grievance i'm sure i could have i'm, I'm sure i could have added up everything but i said lord i'm gonna love my way up out of this i'm gonna love my I, I, I need you to help me love my way no actually i said i need you god i i cried i shed some tears because i was like they don't know me they don't know i will get I will blow I'm not blow it up but you know I mean I will get bad about it like I'm not just some little punk you know I'm just not some little bitch I'm sorry excuse me I said the cuss word you know but that's not who I am but because I know that and I've worked hard to get to the professional level that I am in business and how I carry myself I was like, I need something else. And this is what God gave me. So I pray to God that somebody that's listening to this, you will need it or somebody else will need it to get up out of some situation that doesn't really feel comfortable. Okay? Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ear. Have a blessed and highly favored evening, night, or life, whichever. And uh, thanks for stopping by.